has to accompany grace. Let me prove it. And John 1, 16. And of his fullness we have all received, and, and grace for grace, for the law was given through Moses. But watch this. But grace and what? Grace and truth came through who? So which means he didn't leave one without the other. In America, we don't just need truth. No, 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 no. We need grace. And we don't just need grace. We need truth. Which means when you're preaching grace without truth, it's perverted. And when you're preaching truth without grace, it's perverted. Somebody said grace and truth. Which means when I'm speaking truth, I better have a heart of truth. When I'm speaking truth, I better feel that thing for my life. When I'm speaking truth, I better listen to me. Because what you're speaking truth, you're called to preach the gospel. But people know when you, you're preaching it, but you don't believe it for you. Yes. <laughs> see, see, people run away from people like that because I, you always talk it, but you, you understand? Yeah. It, it, it don't even sound godly. It just sounds like you're judging me. It's, it sounds like you're trying to critique me. It, sound, it don't even sound like it came from God. God calls you to be an oracle after his heart. And when you speak a word, they know it's something that you said. It wasn't you, though. Yeah. What you just said, I've heard 10 preachers say the same thing. But when you said it, it shifted my heart. Yeah, yeah. The problem is we want to go tell people the right stuff without the heart. And when you have the right word without the right move, yeah. we miss it. Yeah. If the church understood this, listen to me, everything won't be on the time clock. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. If the church understood, listen, see, we'll do one service, just build this. See, we gotta get, listen to me, I'm with the stuff that we do in church today. But the problem is when we move God out of it. Yeah. And we brought, we built this thing to a motivational seminary yeah. instead of a spiritual sanctuary. Yeah. The Bible says we're supposed to have power to cast out devils, which means you're not supposed to come in with your devil and walk out with your devil. You're not supposed to come with a broken mind and walk out with a broken mind. You're supposed to come in and receive the power of the Holy Ghost and transform your life. I don't know about you, but I'm frustrated that we are we have become a talking church. And we're looking for people, somebody to stay around that got still got some power. Yes. It's not easy. I'm gonna tell you it's not easy. I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna tell you it's not easy to find people. Because we're satisfied with a good, good word. That will give people a hollow victory. That was good, Pastor, but is it changing you? Yeah. I'm, I'm so glad that you, that was a nice word, right? What did you learn? Yeah. What, what did you get out of it? Did, did it shift anything? Did it, no, but we need a little prayer then. He said, not, there is, it's not by might nor by, it's not by might nor by, but it's by his spirit. It's by his spirit. We come to gather around the almighty God, around his spirit. 
We didn't come so you can come hear me and say something good so I can work you out your money. Yeah, preach. Come on now, preach. No, 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 no. We came to gather around the goodness of our Father who came no matter who we are, no matter what we did last night, no matter, come on, He died that we'll be free. Listen, he's not even judging you for what you did because he died for you. How, how can we come in here and look at a man? What about the man that died on the cross? He died for you. So grace. I told you the chair would help me out. Grace. Sit down. Sit down. Amen. So, so he said, I, I know you hate injustice, but son, you better stay in grace. Because if you get to a point where you're speaking truth without my grace, you're still missing it. Yeah. Because it'll be powerful, but people are still walking out wounded. Ooh. It'll be powerful, but people are still walking out confused and people are still walking out condemned. Yeah. I have to tell y'all, we're turning into a grace church. Come on, give God a hand clap. We, turn, we, don't, we don't really transform this with grace. Yeah. Because grace don't have judgment. Yeah. Let me help you with this. Grace don't have ungodly judgment. And I'm going to teach you the judgment that we're supposed to have. But grace don't have an ungodly judgment. There, 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 there cannot be love without a judgment. There there's always have to be love. For you to have love, there have to be non-love. That's a judgment. Does that make sense? But well, that'll be good. They have to do that. That's a judgment. So everybody have a judgment, but God is wanting us to have a pure judgment. Mm, yeah. That's why He's saying, "Don't look at people about it in their flesh. Yeah. Stop judging them by their what." Flesh. Let me get into the scripture here. Mm. Don't don't judge them by the flesh. I want you to see this. I'm passing up some stuff, but we're going to get here. Tell you what I'm going to say. But, but he said, don't judge him by the flesh. Somebody say, not by the flesh, but by the spirit. Which means you are not called to judge each other by what you where you are now. When I look at you, I have to look at you from the lens of where you're supposed to be and where you're going from God. Does that make sense? So we have to learn, number one, the reason why we are not experiencing the manifestation, number one, in our own life, and we're not experiencing in others' lives that we're speaking to. Why aren't things changing? Why don't people hear the gospel out of my mouth? Why don't I hear the real gospel out of God's mouth? I don't know about you, but I'm tired of being touched, but not changed. Ooh, that's good. I'm tired of being touched, but not changed. We live in a culture where we have judgments that are deeply rooted. Somebody said judgments that are deeply rooted. I, I, how I know this because through my church experience, I, 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 you know, there can be a drunk that walk in. There can be someone smelling like alcohol, smelling like drugs, smelling like something. And I can just tell the perception of the church but without telling them.
They don't automatically turn in and say, this man needs grace. And a grace, I want y'all to hear me, a grace you have not received, you will not never give. Which means the judgment that you continue to use upon yourself, by default you will use upon somebody else. And one thing that I don't think the church has really, really understood is how to stay in love when it's different. How to love you in your difference. How many of you grew up in church? Give me your hand. How many of you didn't grow up in church? Lift your hand. All right, so now I want you to hear me. People that don't grow up in church, they don't know your culture. They don't know that they're not supposed to speak when Sunday service is going on. Oh, yeah, you know, I got a good friend. I pick them up on the shelf and they come in and they talk. I say, all right, we, we, we answer. Because it is not about me trying to show them the culture. It's about them understanding the God. And we've gotten so caught up trying to build the culture where we're missing the people that came in for the God, but they only can see your culture. They only can see when they lift their hand, you shout your child out of you. No, 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 no. They need your God. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor. You might not like me. I might look different from you. But I am loved. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I am loved. You, 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 you. Can you handle my pain? Can you handle my pain? The problem today is the reason why we're so caught up in speaking truth without grace because truth don't require you to have an intimate level and relationship to produce closeness. Oh, Jesus. See, see we like to disciple from a distance. <laughs> see, you, I'm good with you, ma'am, as long as you don't come close. Not knowing that Jesus did nothing from a distance. In fact, for your deliverance to happen, there has to be a closeness. And the problem with the church is, I love you when I'm on, on, on call. But when I come off call and you find me on the street, don't talk to me. Because I was doing obligation at work. But you caught me in the real me. And I come to find out most of us learn the systems of our church rather than the God of your life. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Because the fact that we have a generation so caught up and comfortable, it's not the fact, listen to me, it's not the fact that you're doing that, it's the fact that you're comfortable with it. And it shows me, listen to me, and I'm not beating you because I'm going to help you understand how to get to, to the man, to the grace. But, but, but the problem with our generation is we have always had to work. When we, when we did something wrong, we always had to prove ourselves. To work ourselves back yeah. to be in love. Yeah. Yeah. Even when you're the child, what do I have to do yeah. for you to love me? Yeah. What do I have to do to get my... You know, what do I have to do? And, and we've learned the do of God, and we've never 
I know you just love me a little bit, so I'm going to live in a little bit. <laughs> I know you didn't give me access to that, so I'm going to just stay in where I, I think you accept me. Because we are still living by a law that we believe that God is holding over. The moratoriums over your life is based on what you believe God is holding over your head. And I am sorry because sometimes we preach that. And that's the difference because you, you got to understand when you preach into mature and, and you're preaching to people who are new. It's not saying you're not mature. We are growing up into them. You hear what I'm saying? However, sometimes when we say stuff, we got to be careful because everybody, even Paul said, you're not ready yet. That don't mean you're not in me. You're just not ready yet to hear this level of teaching because you are run with something that's working in you. The problem with us is, and what I had to come to the conclusion of, just because something is working in you does not make you less there. Somebody say, I'm not less than. All right, let me get some scriptures. I want to make sure you're hear me. The Bible says, be careful. Be careful. <clears throat> Ephesians 4, 14. That we should no longer be children tossed and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of whom? Men. And the cunning craftiness of the deceitful body. But speaking the truth in what? Uh -huh. Speaking the truth in love may grow in how many things? Oh. We grow in all things in, into him who is the head, who is Christ. From whom the whole body is joined and knit together by what every joint supplies according to effect and work by which every part does its share. Causes grow of the body to edify of itself in love. It edifies itself in love. Write this down. You must learn three submission levels. You got to learn to submit to God. You got to learn to submit to leadership and you have to learn to submit to the body. Everything in your life, in your maturity mandate, in your maturation of maturity, you have to learn how to, number one, submit to God. You will never submit to leadership nor your, the body. Connect yeah. with the body correctly if you miss the first one. Yeah. We are trying to make people submit to the body where they have not learned to submit to God. So you have to learn how to submit to God. You don't, listen to me, you will never honor out of control. Yeah. Jesus, I don't know if I want to go down this road. God is opening the road. I'm, I'm trying to say, no, Lord, I need that. Put a, a stop block right there. You, you, know why we, you know why we don't submit to our wives and submit to our husbands? To God. You, you know why our children don't submit to us? Because we missed the first thing that you must submit to. Because anything, watch this, watch this, that does not look like grace will not submit freely. So if I don't teach you him, I'm always going to have to drag you to do what I say. We don't teach people. That's why anytime you see yourself having to tell a person to do something all the time, you're in the wrong place. Stop telling them. Learn to love them first. 
That's why children rebel when they get out the house. I'm not judging you. Y'all got quiet, Lord Jesus. I'm working too. I got kids too. No, 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 listen. I'm not saying they won't do wrong things. I'm just saying if we don't teach them by the love of God and the conviction in the heart of God, they are just scared of you. You're the idol. And if you're the idol, when they leave the idol, they don't have you no more. So I go full craze. Because when I'm alone, I don't have a conviction from the heart of him. We tell our kids to, 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 to apologize not only to us, to God. Somebody say hard after God. God is calling all of us to have an intimate relationship because he died for you. Somebody say he died for me. No matter where you are, he died for you. He Watch this, watch this. He even died while you messed up. Yet we were sinners. He did what? See, God called me to retrace back something. I, 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 I went out the relationship thing, but I need to jump right back in. That's why even couples and marriages don't even talk to each other correctly. Can, can I talk about this? Yeah. We, we, we are strangers in our own homes. There is something missing in the... In the world today, I'm not just talking, I'm not just talking in here. In the world today, can you handle my pain? Can you handle the real me? That's why it's dangerous to get married without knowing who they are. Because the real them, when it shows up, if you didn't understand them from that, it's going to be hard for you to reach in grace and say, Lord, I didn't know that was there. Because what, they, what, what, what we all know is the framework of what we see is not what we see. So I knew my wife was mine when she started going into the bag. You were going in the bag. Girl, we've been with each other. We, we started going in the bag because what that shows is we had the bags and things there, but we're new. Don't, don't, don't get faked by the face. You better know what's in the bag. Because when the bag is there, you better make sure that you are strong enough with enough God in you to handle it. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Because even today, although Christians, Christian couples, Christian marriages, the problem with us is we can't tell each other the truth because you don't have the grace for me. I'm scared of how you're going to perceive me. I struggle secretly. Because of the responses that you get, oh, man. See, we have to be careful in how we're developing individuals. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? The same mercy that we receive, the same grace that we receive, God is calling us to give others the grace to receive. That's why when you're calling people, listen, that's why he said you're trespassing. Forgive my trespasses that I forgive those who trespass against. What is a trespass? You went above the line. What is a trespass? There was a line. And it wasn't God that crossed, it was you that crossed it. And 
when you crossed the line, you broke the trust. Because it wasn't God that crossed it. You come on, you trespass. It's a lie coming about property. You trust. You trespass. So they say, forgive their trespasses. Who are you trespassing against in your life? Because you're just trying to tell them truth without having grace for them. Who are you trespassing against? Let, let me tell you something about grace. God is what? What is love? Y'all read, read the Bible? I'm going to write this when you walk in to see it. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love don't boast. Love is kind. Love is joy. Love is self-control. Love is selfless. We can just say it. Take no record of what? It takes no record of. So why you walked in and getting mad at? Did you have? You must have a record. I just knew you. you I was. I came in here to give you. you. Did you come in here to give them God, or you came to give them you? See, our language sometimes gets screwed up because, and, and we saying something that we don't understand. You didn't come to give them God. God is a free gift. I'm gonna say that again. Grace is free. So if I came to give you a gift, it don't matter what you give me back. I didn't come to take. I came to So the fact that we are needy in our life is showing that God has to give us what we're looking for. Because when we don't get what we need, we're going to look for it in you. That's why we respond the way we respond. Are y'all hearing me this morning? So God said, I need grace and truth to be in your mouth at all times. Can you handle my pain? Can you handle their pain? Do y'all know we're called to pain? Do y'all know that? The Lord says, the spirit of the Lord has come upon me. And what did he anoint me for? Jesus for? To preach the gospel to who? To the poor. To the broken hearted. To recover sight. My question is, as Christians, why are we running from it? We're running from it because we have not really received the true grace that God is trying to give us. Somebody says it's free. I'm, I'm really trying because see, I have to work some things out in my life too. Because you know, I'm so I'm so used to teaching leaders, and I have to be careful sometimes because because what I see here might sound like a judgment here. Somebody said, "Be careful, Pastor." What? Because sometimes what I'm seeing here. It can come off wrong there. God spoke to Moses. But he said, be careful how you handle them. Right. I'm talking to you face to face. But I didn't tell you to handle them like that. I'm bringing them into the grace. I know they keep getting it wrong. But you forgive them and you forgive them and you forgive them and you forgive them. I've made reservations for their broken. 
Somebody say he's made reservations for my brokenness. Come on, say he's made reservations for my brokenness. Oh, y'all better hear me this morning. He, he, he's made reservations for my brokenness. He, he, he's made a, 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 a way to, uh, he's making adjustments for my brokenness. Right this time, you're going to need this. you got to learn how to make adjustments. This is why God makes adjustments for you. You know what's interesting? I was holding my daughter, and you know, I got so much to do. I'm, I'm, I'm working in the office, and I'm holding my baby. And you know what? When my baby comes with me in, my, in the office, everything clean. We just got everything clean, everything nice. And no matter what I had on that table, guess what? Everything. It's just go. I don't know how it goes. It just go. You know what I'm saying? No matter what I have on the table. But I got to put it there because, you know, keep it occupied. You know, they had puzzles there, that she just, and she just liked to throw it. And I think she'd be doing target practice or something. <laughs> But watch this. I don't get upset. Why don't I get upset? Because she's a baby. I make a judgment. You know the problem with us? Pride told you that you were so holy that when you messed up, it's no way God can forgive you because you knew. <laughs> ah, you don't better listen to me today. Pride told you, based on what you think you know, because you messed up, that there's no way God can really accept you in the way you... So you live in a place of bondage and condemnation because of what you think and did. That's what it did again. It was what you what? Did. Say that with me. It was what I did. Now why are you looking at what you did when he cursed what you did? What do you think the cross was for? The cross was to put on him. He was wounded for our transgression. He, come on, he was bruised for my iniquity. The chastisement was upon me. Ah, y'all better hear me. You keep looking at what you did, and what you did is stopping you from being with him. When what you did was cursed on the cross. Well, Pastor, you don't know me. You don't know what I did in college. You don't even know what I think now. Sometimes I want to throw a pot at this joke and you just don't understand me. Sometimes I curse in my mind. I just, I just don't know where I'm at. Let, let me help you out. All of us are crazy without God. Come on. Y'all, come here. Can we be honest? Can we be honest? Y'all some crazy nuts without God. I'm, I'm a crazy fool without God. Now y'all go. See, Satan will lie to you to lie to me. And what God is saying, stop lying to each other because you need each other. It's only you who don't know that you're, you're crazy without him. Well, I tell you, don't lie. I need to call you back. I need to go pray because my mind ain't where it needs to be. What is that 
showing us and showing the world that it's not you, but it's him. But the problem is, we are telling the world that's lost that whether I do bad or do right, this was God. That's not true. I told you what fullness of God looks like. What, what does fullness look like? Selflessness. So how are you full with God and you talking like no, 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 that's not what I'm saying. Because I'm not judging you. I'm not judging. What I'm trying to help you understand is, it's not the God that accepts you to act like that. It's God saying, the fact that you're acting like that, I'm trying to expose you to yourself that you need more of me. I, I'm trying to show you that it's not your mess ups. Listen to me. You sin because of what you believe. Say that with me. I sin because of what I believe. I don't sin because I just want to do it. I sin because, in fact, some of y'all sin because, listen to me, most of us, in fact, all of us, the Bible says there's iniquity that works in us. Now let me teach you something about iniquity. Iniquity has more to do with your generational patterns, the bloodline, rather than you, which means some of the things that you might be struggling with had nothing to do with you. You were born into it. Yeah. There are struggles that are in you that you're like, Lord, what, what, what's going on? No, it, it, it came from that bloodline. The uncle opened the door. The, 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 the grandfather opened the door that you didn't know about. It's generational. And what happened is, he, the Bible says, I'm, I'm trying to remember scripture. He said, listen to me, I forgive generations. I forgive it. I forgive their sins. I forgive it. And then I rolled away the sin of generations. I rolled it on generations. The, the sin. He said, I'm rolling it on generations. The problem we thought about that scripture said, we thought he was talking about he putting it on generations. No, he said, I'm rolling it forward. If I have time, I'll find, I'm going to find the scripture for you. He said, I'm rolling the sin forward. So I go both three, four generations, but it's going forward. Somebody says it's going forward. Why is it going forward? It's going to the cross. Uh, I'm going to have to teach on that. Your sin is not a danger to God. But, but pastor, you don't understand I'm addicted. No, 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 no. Your mind is addicted. You're not a dick. Listen to me. Listen to me. Your belief system just has to shift. The problem with us, we focus on the wrong thing. Somebody say we focus on the wrong thing. What you focus on will become your idol. So if I'm stuck in a sin, and I want to get out the sin, but I keep saying I'm stuck in the sin, and every day I'm trying to get out the sin, I'm trying to get out the sin, what am I looking at? Sin. So Jesus said, I died for you. I know you stuck. I came for the lost. Do y'all understand he came for you lost? Yes. I'm going to say it again. He came because we are lost. He didn't come to find us fixed. Amen. If you're fixed, you don't need him. Somebody say, I need him. Because I got some things. Yeah, yeah. I got some issues. Yeah, yeah. I need a fix, so that's why he came. So he came for the fix, and he said, I'm the hostile. Yeah. 
You thought it was judgment center. Mm. It's not a judgment center. It's supposed to be the hospital. hospital of grace. Now, he said, I died. You're stuck in sin. You're stuck in, in what you think you're stuck in. Put the, what you think you're stuck in and put me up there. If you switch out what you're focusing on, put me up right there. I am going to cause all of that in you to come off of you. This is how that works. Because the love never fails. The reason why you're doing what you're doing because you feel failed. You, somebody failed you or you feel like you failed. The problem with it is when you keep looking at the fail, you keep abusing you. So I need you to stop abusing. The only way you stop abusing you is you bring me there and start looking at me. And when you see love, you know that I don't fail you. And when I don't fail you, you stop because of who's not failing you. Somebody said love never fails. Love never fails. Which means mercy will follow you all the days of your life. Uh, oh my God, do not hear me. God is following you all the days of your yes. life. He's after those addictions. He's after those abuses, misuses, neglects. He's after it. Forgive their debts. <coughs> we'll get you that. Give you one more scripture. Mercy, let me help you with this real quick. For, for I desire mercy, not what? Sacrifice. I desire mercy, not what? Sacrifice. Which means every mess up, watch this, watch this, does not mean to go work for God. Amen. Well, I just need to fast a little more. <laughs> you know? Today, I'm going to stay like I'm in my right mind, but I'm really condemned. So let me go do the nice thing. That's what I'm like. We're, we're, we're trying to do enough. God, you see, you saw me. You're living comfortably in who you think you are right now because of what you think you did for God. When God is following his head, I have nothing to do with but the works. I, I, I'm not after what you're doing for me. I know maybe your parents taught you that. I know maybe your neighbor, your auntie, your uncle taught you that. But I did not teach you to look, work for me. You know why people are not coming to the gospel? Because we're calling them to work. You need to dress a little better. Ooh, preach. They come out of the club into the church. Before they actually even say hello. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. 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 You can't say hello? Yes, yeah. say that. You, you can't get to know her first? Wow. Maybe she didn't have no clothes. Did, did you think about that? Maybe she didn't have nothing else. Maybe she's doing this for money that you had in her pocket. Did you ever think about that? See, we don't understand grace. What we do is shun them and say, ooh, you was wicked. Yes. What happened to the God that's supposed to be producing your heart? How do you leave people where they are? Yes, 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 yes. 
And I'm not telling you to work because what the problem with this, we're here messages like this and we think we gotta go do more work. That's not what he's saying. He's saying get to know him more. And when you get to know him more, you know who you are more. And everything that you do, it's not just the doing, it's who you When I spend time with God, I, can't, I, I gotta stay out of school and stuff because I want to talk to everybody. <laughs> and they lay behind the counter, you got it today. I just got out of prayer. <laughs> How you, doing? you know what? I see God is telling. <laughs> see, because when God touches you, you become contagious. Yeah. When God touches you, you have love. Oh, it's love cast out fear. You're not fearful to minister. You're not fearful to give. You're not fearful. Why? You're not looking for anything to get back. You're contagious. Come on, somebody say, I want to be contagious with this love. Come on, say, I want to be contagious with this love. Your problem is not with what, what they said. Your problem is what you believe in what he said. I'm going to say that again. Your problem is not with what they said. I know you're angry at them, but it's not what they said. It's what you're not believing he said about you. Somebody said make arrangements. Why do you still have your trust in the flesh in the first place? They failed you the last five times. Why are you believing this time? No, 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 no. Listen to me. Listen to me. I'm not telling you to bash them. The problem is. That, that shows that you're looking for something you don't even understand yourself. Why, I, listen, why entrust in something that's not entrusted into me? Didn't I tell y'all we all crazy without? Yeah. Let me give you another scenario. We all liars without him. <laughs> That'll help you. Somebody say unity, unity. not uniformity. Not, not I, I'm going to talk a little bit about unity, not uniformity. 
The Bible says Philippians 3, 14, 16. Y'all, let me look at the clock. Our pastor keep going and I'll forget that he had a clock. <laughs> I press towards the mark and high calling, he says, of God in Christ. Now, he's telling you, we're going to press. And I, listen, we're going to shout and everything. We're going to get on the press. But, but I press. And then he says, therefore, let us, as many as are what? So which means... When you start learning how to stop judging people from where they are to who they are in him, God is looking at you as being mature. An immature person, or an, listen to me, somebody who is still embryonic in believing God for their life is still judging. That's why when you have a nasty mouth and you're trying to preach on the pulpit, I'm like, you're in the wrong church. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not mad at you, but we got, we don't have to work this out. <laughs> I'm gonna use the prophesy over there with that. But here we got we gotta learn grace. Because if I allow you to do that there and you're gonna to talk to her like that, no. Right. Because we're not gonna play control. Are y'all hear what I'm saying this morning? So he said, now as we don't mature, have this mind. Somebody say this mind. And if anything you think otherwise, if any of you think otherwise, God will reveal even this to you. Nevertheless, to the degree that we are already attained, let us walk by the same what? Rule. Let us be of the same what? Mind. Which means when we come in the house of God, we're supposed to be at this, of the same mind. What is the mind of Christ? I'm asking the question, what is the mind of Christ? What is the same mind? He denied it. He, he made himself to no refuge. Now let me ask you this. Why do you come in with a reputation? You know how we all come in with a reputation? How you doing? I'm fine. No, you're not. You had a bad week. Yeah. Your mind was all over the place. You understand? Know see, see, why do we do that? Because we've learned how to not show you me, because I don't know if you can handle my pain. Yeah. Wives and husbands, they gotta know you can handle their. Your children have to know that you can handle their people will always frame around people they don't believe can handle their so if we are the church to encourage and equip and embrace each other empower each other how can I empower you when you, I don't, listen to me, you go up to the doctor and tell them what's wrong with you, why you don't come here and tell them? Amen. <laughs> you entrust the doctor with all of you, and you know what, I know it just hit my leg, out my leg, hit my head, hit my mind, you tell them everything. But Jesus said, I have the hospital right here. And we say, what's wrong with you not I'm holy and God, and God is the first and all of it. And then we give me 24 scriptures and all this stuff. And God is saying, why are you doing this? I'm highly famous, Pastor. You're highly famous. 
<laughs> Y'all know how we do. Yes. I'm the head and not the tail. Now, you've you got your whole family on the street. Yeah. You, 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 I'm not judging, but listen to what I'm saying. You are out here broken. Stop giving me scripture. Yeah. Come on. Preach. Tell me the truth. I'm mad at God. See, y'all can't look at the church and stop them. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you doing that? See, you can't handle their what? Oh, they put they mad at God. Well, don't, don't be mad at God. You're not supposed to. Oh, so you reach back for your religious slogan. I don't know what's wrong with He just don't want God. He just mad at God. Is that how you have the grace to yeah. give? Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Yeah, help us all. See, where do we get this from? Where do we start believing that we can handle God's souls, God's children, any kind of way? Where did we start believing that our titles and our entitlements are bigger than God's grace? You know why we have a generation that is unchurched? Because the church wants them in culture rather than in Christ. Ooh. I didn't write that one down. That just came from heaven. The, the, the church wants us, but we want them in culture, not in Christ. Because what we really want them to do is dress right. What we really want them to do is take that out. What we really want them to do is stop talking like that. And what we really want them to do is stop looking like that. And then we need everything away from the world. Oh, you're so tired. Nevertheless, be of one mind. Don't judge them by the flesh. Paul said, I came to you in weakness and trembling to show you that it's not me. In fact, he said, if you want to judge something, listen to me, I kill people. Oh, y'all know we got murderers that was apostles? Y'all know we got liars that was apostles? Stealers by night, holy by day? Yeah, but those are the people that have written your Bible. And you telling me what God can't forgive you? You telling me God won't accept you? Paul killed millions of people. Christians. He said, if you want to brag about something, brag about Christ. Because it's not even what I did, it's who he is. He said, being of one mind. Somebody say one mind. One minded people can grow into something, you can build into something. If I have one mind with you, we won't override, listen, we won't violate each other. But the only way we can be in one mind is we only go into the same. Not go, let me see. If we believe in the same. Because as soon as you come out of what you believe in in him and start believing your own lives, now you're going to manipulate me. That's why you got to be careful with business partners that are not of him. Because they're in it for what they can get. Not for who he is, but what you are and can work towards his glory. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? 
Nevertheless, I have not obtained. He said, I want you to be in the same mind, which means we got to be in the body of Christ in the same mind. Somebody say same mind. Same mind. Same mind means when you come in this place, there's always grace on your life, which means you're not looking for the answer that they want to give you. You're looking for the answer that where they really are. Because it's not about where they are at the moment. It's about building them up into who they are in him. Which means any prophecy that brings you down, you need to get away from it. I'm going to say that again. Anybody, I don't care how holy they are, and they give you the tongues and the words, and anytime they're tearing you down. If they tear you down, y'all know what a tear down is? <laughs> you know, I, I, I got friends that prophesy. I'll take this out the camera. You know, they, they want to they never come to my church. Brother, you are just tearing people down. You might be accurate, but just the way you do it, I just want to, you talk about it, I'm out of that church, I'm sure you would, you ain't wearing this one out. I know, see, that's the language that he learned, I just come and wear it out, I tell you about yourself, I tell you about yourself, what is that doing telling them about themselves? That's the problem, you tell them about themselves, and they go home looking at their Oh, Jesus. God never told you to look at you, he told you to look at him. There is nothing you can do about you. Preach. Somebody said, there's nothing I can do about me. I need him to do it for me. I need, come on, I don't know if I need him to do it for me. God, when I go to pray, I don't say, God, I just want to, no, 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 God, I need you to do it for me. I'm not going to get up until you come to see about me. I'm not going to get up until my heart opens about you. I'm not going to get up until I believe what you said about me. Until I'm controlled and manifest what you said. I don't want it. He's not looking at you for what you did. He's not looking at your struggle. See, I thought truth will get you there, but he said, no, no, no. What you're missing, son, is grace. Because if you walk, they walk out of here hearing truth, they're condemned. Because you're giving them a pattern of what they need to do without showing them Wow, that's who it is yes. because of what they're not can do it in them. Wow. What is true to you Jesus. if you didn't have to pay to get it? Wow. Wow. Say that. You, you know why you're having a problem right now? You feel like you gotta pay. Yep. Pastor, I hear you, but you don't understand who I am. No. You feel like you have to. You don't understand. You do not have to pay. He paid it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, y'all better. He yeah. paid it. Yeah. He paid it. Hallelujah. And he didn't just pay some of it. He paid it all. He laid it down. He, I don't care if you did it five minutes, you thought it five minutes ago. It is not that that he's after. Let me give you one more thing. Let me, let me help you. The Bible says, Romans, and those whom, Romans 8.30, and those whom he predestined. Somebody say, I've been predestined. Predestined. Come on, believe that. I've been predestined. 
For those he predestined, he also called. And those whom he called, he also did what? So listen to me. If you are called, you are what? You're not coming to be justified. You Justified. And those whom he justified, he also what? Glorified. Okay, write this down if you need to. The, the steps of, of the development. Number one, God justifies you. You got to understand justification. After justification, he glorifies you. After glorification, then, watch this, sanctification. Now, let me tell you what we do in the church. We want people to do the, the last first. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Come in sanctified. That's good. Satan, listen to me because this changed my life. Watch this. Sanctification will take your whole life to get. Yeah. You know what that means? It's not about what you do. Are y'all hearing me this morning? Yes. First, he justifies you, which means for you to handle others, you got to know you're justified. For me to forgive you for what you did, I have to know that I am forgiven and justified for what I did. I can't forgive you if I haven't been justified. I'm guilty, brother. You're guilty. So you need to get your act together. You understand? So if I'm just, when I'm justified, that's believing that I'm justified. Somebody said believe. Believe. Now, when I believe him, I see him, then I'm glorified. Somebody say glorification. So justification, glorification. When you see Jesus, you're glorified. You're made perfect. He said you're perfect, although I'm perfecting you. Somebody said I'm made perfect. I'm made perfect. What do you mean I'm perfect? You know, yes. you know what I did last week? That sounds so nice. I'm perfect. <laughs> see, see, what you're not seeing is you're looking at what you Not who did already for you. That's so good. Yeah. You just so I'm justified, I'm glorified. Watch this. When I'm glorified, now he's leading me by the spirit to make me make choices that I'm sanctified. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? So how are we trying to get sanctification out of people who don't even know they're fully justified? Mm. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Mm. Why am I trying to get sanctification out of you that don't even know you're justified? Mm. Mm. All I can do is control you and help you live out of obligation to me. So you give me a face, and I believe your face. How you doing, girl? I'm good. No, you ain't. You know that old joker. <laughs> Are y'all hearing it? See? Sweet. Brother, sweetheart, you need to know you're justified. Because when you learn to be justified, you're going to pray for that joker. Come on, and then that joker going to get in line because he knows you got an ear to hear him. But because he don't know you're going to hear him, you might judge him and don't make him feel less of a man. He'll stay in his secret box. Yeah. Yeah. 
back out women. Brothers! Wait, wait, wait. Why are you giving up on me? I, I heard John in the spirit. Brothers, the reason why she don't tell you what she feels, because she don't know she has your and when you have your ear, you don't have time. Or you're not even listening. Or, watch this, watch this, watch this, you don't have a response. Let me tell you something, fellas. I'm not telling you to be God, but you are called to have a response. And even if you don't have it right away, you better get one. Because where you don't have one, she's going to make one. This is not a marriage seminar. Oh, come on back here. No. See, see, see. Because you think that will live this way. No, 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 it's not going anywhere. She's going to make one. She's looking for you to get a response from God. You are her head. See, some of y'all know. Now I'm going to deal with the new age spirit. You ready? You are her head. That's what your Bible says. I don't care when the head is wrong. you got to understand that's the way God set it up. I know I got this spirit out here with you. Well, no, we evil. No, you're not. Listen, listen. You are her head. Which means you need to be face to face with God to lead her by God. And when you're not talking like God, she can't hear you. That's right. That's why she rebelled. Yeah, that's good. But women will never rebel against God because they know him. Yes. Preach. Oh, Jesus. Y'all forgive me. I, I didn't want to come to you. What did I say? Unity versus uniformity. We got to learn how to unify. Somebody said we got to learn how to unify. Yes. We got to come in unification. Unity. Unity. For sake of fact of being unified, unity. Combined into one as a part of a whole. Uh, uniformity. The state of quality of being uniform. Overall sameness. Homogeneity, uh, regularity, unity is different. Gifted people working together for a common good or goal. You've got to understand, God did not call you to just dress up towards each other, but really come together to be unified for each other. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Yes. So when you're going through, I don't care if you don't, they don't like your phone call, you call them. Say, no, it's your fault that you can't handle my pain, but I'm calling anyway. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Yes. I'm going to close with this. So he said, forgetting those things. Forgetting what? What y'all behind. And I what? Press forward the mark of the high calling. Forgetting those things which y'all behind. Press Forward the mark. Watch this. I do not count myself to have apprehended. Somebody know what the word apprehended means? To get, to grab, to understand, to lay hold of. You know what he's saying? I'm not perfect. Are you hear what I'm saying? Listen to me. If you're not perfect, you don't need God. If you're perfect. I have not apprehended. I'm not perfect. But this one thing, somebody say, all you need is one thing. One thing. Forgetting those things. Amen. Now, this is the last thing. I, I know I have y'all uh, 10 minutes over. Here, here we go. 
You cannot, watch this, watch this, write this down. You can never forget without forgiving. Never forget without forgiving. Because if you learn and train yourself to start forgetting without forgiving, watch this, the root is still there. So a lot of us are still learning by way of what we didn't forgive, but we did forget. That's why God has to search you and show you what you forgot. You thought you were acting up. No, 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 no. God had to show you, search me, Lord, help find things that's in me that I don't even understand. I'm bringing you back to the understanding of what you didn't forgive, but you forgot. I don't know why I'm dealing with couples. See, we think because... We, we argue, and then we watch a little TV, and we just start it shaded on and off. <laughs> That's good. Well, I guess she all right. No, she ain't all right. Come out of it. <laughs> but it's true. You know, see, we thought a little bit. They forgot. They were, it's still not resolved. So he said, don't ever allow yourself to forget without forgiving. Which means we got to go back to justification. Somebody say justification. You have to know that you are justified. Can you turn something on? I'm done. Uh, back there, just slowly for me. You have to know that you are justified. Somebody say justified. justified. Which means you can't really get glorified if you don't know you're justified. Some of us have allowed things in our heart. And if we didn't allow something happen to cause our heart to come to what it is. When your heart is hardened, you cannot receive. You know, hear what I'm saying? When your heart is hardened, you cannot receive. And although you might be speaking truth, there's no grace in it. You know what I'm saying? People don't change based on information. They change by revelation. But revelation comes through relationship. You know, hear what I'm saying? Moses had a relationship. He had a revelation. He couldn't have did it with information. When the heart is hardened, you cannot receive. And many of you, we have learned obligationary strength. We have gotten our strength out of what we believe we're doing. I don't listen to this. I don't care what, what you think that makes you strong. I don't care if it's working out. I don't care if it's meditating. I don't care if it's uh, imitating. I don't care if it's giving. Whatever you think you make you strong, if it's not produced through the Spirit of God to strengthen you, it's a modification that's not from God. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Everything, watch this, from God. Transforms the. So when my heart is not being transformed, let me help you, people of God. It is 
Listen to me. Somewhere, I'm not giving all of my. God is not mad when I'm not giving all my heart. He's sending people, places, and things to call me. Goodness and mercy shall. Mama. It's following. And Mama. Some of you don't even think God likes you. That's a problem. God, you love him because you have to. No, 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 no. Do you understand? You, 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 what I have for taking my son there? You are the expression of what I allowed my son to die in. Stand to your feet if you can. There has more, there's more of God that he wants you to understand about you. Listen to me. There is more potential and power and residue of God that he wants to put inside of you to give to what you're supposed to be giving to the world. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Stop allowing people to dictate who you are in here. Stop allowing the past to dictate who you are in him. Even this one says, he said, when my mother and father forsake me, who takes care of me? God. There has been things that we have been forsaking in, and God is saying, I am the one who is taking you. I've adopted you. As children. I'm going to give you this. I really feel many of you have been carrying weights of workings. You're carrying what you have to do. You understand? See, see when, 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 when there's things in your life that you gotta protect yourself, especially when you're a child, there's times you gotta protect yourself so you don't break down. Do you understand what I'm saying? What happens is you start building walls, you start building monuments around who you really are. Most of you have never, in, listen to me, you never met your innocent self. When I look at my children, I want them to express themselves innocently. You know, I, I love people who are honest. You know how to tell they're honest? When they make mistakes. Oh, you know, I talk out of turn. It's you. I sound so crazy, Pastor. Forgive me. Don't. It's you. You understand? It's, it's, watch this. It's the you that you know. And so I need you to understand and be comfortable with the you that you know. Because until you are honest with who you are, you're going to keep giving God what you think he wants from you. Do you know we pray to God from based on what we think he wants us to be? Most of you are, are living a lie of what somebody else gave you. It hurt. 
But they say it shouldn't hurt. So you said it shouldn't hurt. So God said, what's wrong? You said, I don't know, because that shouldn't hurt. So you live in what shouldn't hurt, but you hurt. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? That happened to me? It hurt? No, you have no idea better than you. So you believe what they told you you should believe about what you, you, you feel. Do you know God needs your emotion? He needs your feeling? See, what you do is give God words, but you don't give him you. You are your feeling. Are y'all hear what I'm saying? First thing you need to do is get free. You got to be honest. Somebody say be honest. The day that you're honest with God, God will never deny you. Stop thinking God's calling you a crybaby. He's waiting for you to cry. I'm not telling you to be all, I'm not just saying just be emotional. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying he wants you. Lift your hands. I want to pray for you. Can you put on this is the air I breathe? Thank you, brother. He wants you. He wants you. He wants you for you. He wants you for you. God is actively after you. You're going back because you're not learning enough of the new you. God is saying, I have a new you that I want to form in you. And the only reason why you can't trace it back is because you're not seeing enough of me for the new you. I'm going to pray. That today, freedom comes upon your life. Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus. I pray that there is a vulnerability of heart and mind. Lord, show your people your heart for their life. I declare a release this morning. Come on, some of you release that stuff off of you. Come on, you've been carrying that pain, that weight too long. But pastor, you don't understand. Listen to me. If not for me to understand, he died for it. Come on, let it off. You keep framing around, listen to me. They, they need to know the real you. When you go home, you need to share who you are. I'm struggling and it's okay because I got a savior that has died for me and I'm gonna get through this. I'm gonna get through this. I was abused when I was young and nobody understood, but I, I'm gonna, God is going to take me through it. Nobody never understood me and I've always felt rejected, but today I, 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 I believe God is, can save me. His arm of mercy is out there to bring you in. His arm of mercy is there to bring you in. 
Father God, Lord, I pray right now that every demon power, every lie, every spirit assassin that's been assassinating the minds of your people, I command it to go right now. We bind every spirit. We bind every lying spirit. I command every demon power that's been holding for years, that's been holding for years to loose them right now. Let go. Let go. Let go. Let go. Right now in the name of Jesus. Everybody put your hand on your head. Say today. Right now. In the name of Jesus. I declare freedom over my mind. Over my life. I shall be free. Because Jesus shed his blood for my life. Right now. In the name of Jesus. I declare freedom. Anything that's not of you. Come out. In Jesus' name. Come on, lift your hands right now. Lift your hands right now. Let that pain go. Let that regret go. Come on, let it go. He didn't come to accuse you. He came to save you. He didn't come to accuse you. He came to save you. He didn't come to tell you what you're doing wrong. He came to tell you who's writing you. He didn't come to accuse you. He came to tell you, you are my beloved son and daughter. I'm pleased. I'm pleased. I'm pleased. I'm pleased. I'm pleased. With every hand lifted, every eye closed. And you say this morning, I have struggled to really understand God's love over my life. And I want to make a change. And I need help. With every hand lifted, every eye closed, I want you to come up here. I want to pray with you. If you say, Pastor, I hear you. But I've been struggling believing that I, I'm, he loves me. I, I, I struggle to believe that I'm who he said I am. What I did a long time ago, what I did, what, the mistakes I made, I, I just can't seem to get away from it. Come on, come on, whosoever will, let him come. I, I can't break out of this cycle. I, I, I just can't see all oh, you can forgive me. I, I can't see based past what I've done and who I feel I am. It, it, it's burning in me. Come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on. Turn that up just a little bit. Come on. Come on, come on. Come on. Let's hear help me pray. Come on. Minister, come on. Help me pray. Come on, come on. Come on. Come on. Freedom. Shot toward our line. Freedom right now. Come on. When you believe. That you don't have to pay the 
devil has to let you go. When you know that he paid for you, the enemy has to let you free. For the son that's free is free indeed. Hey, y'all. Yes. Come on, get your freedom. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let it go, uh -huh. let it go, it's not your fault, let it go. 